Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football brought to you by Edge. We all agree that nobody likes spiders, ants, mice, or frankly any other pests. Well, Edge gets rid of all that. They create a clean, safe, and pest-free environment for you and your family. Well, the Cougar football family turning out today for an official sellout here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 63,000 plus on hand. BYU leads the fourth quarter, enters the fourth quarter with a 49 to 14 lead. And again, the offensive line stayed relatively intact there in the third quarter, but elsewhere it was substitutions aplenty offensively and defensively. Our yardage tally through three quarters, BYU 513, Idaho State 141. BYU 146 rush and 367 passing. ISU 40 rushing and 100 yards throwing it. Greg, even in a normal football game against evenly matched teams, 141 yards rarely equals 14 points. You know, it's so yeah. it's e- even more discouraging that the people are going to check in on this box score and see that Idaho State managed 14 against BYU. Yeah, they've outperformed the yardage by two short field touchdowns. They have a long field now, though. 82-yard field, first and 10 at the Bengal 18-yard line. The quarterback is Gronauer. The running back is Hunter. Gronauer, middle, incomplete, dropped. Had a guy beneath for a five-yard gain, but Shane Daly Jr. couldn't handle it. It'll be second down and 10. Clock will stop on the incompletion. BYU after today will take a break after a 10-week slog. Ten games in 10 weeks, they need this break. The fact that Neil Pau is on the sideline in a walking boot tells you how much they need this break. We hope he's okay for two weeks from now. And of all plays, a touchdown to end the first half for BYU. He gets hurt. Gronauer in the gun. Hunter, third down and eight for Idaho State. It was third down, not second as we came back in. Shotgun snap. The right-hander brings the ball back. Forced out. Pressure on him. And... Throws as he goes down. The ball never got back to the line of scrimmage. He was outside the tackles. Rolling on the field is an incomplete pass. Fourth down. Great pursuit by Naisamahe. He just relentless. He was the nose guard over the center and shucked his block and chased Gronauer all the way to the, almost to the sideline before bringing him down, forcing Gronauer to to uh, huck the ball out of bounds in desperation. But he was outside the tackles, no grounding, and it'll be a punt here for Kevin Ryan with 13 seconds gone here in the fourth quarter. So the Cougars get some field position back. Hobbs Nyberg awaits at the 36-yard line of BYU. 49-14, Cougs lead. Punt is away. Ammon Hanneman got in, almost got a piece of it. Nyberg makes a catch at the 42 on the run. He's got midfield. He's got the 45 of ISU. He's out inside the 40-yard line of Idaho State. Short field for BYU, less than 40 yards to go for a score. Terrence Falls' helmet came off. on Punt return for BYU. Timeout on the field, so we'll take this break along with those folks. With 14.34 to play, BYU leading 49-14 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 49, Idaho State 14 is our score early in quarter number four. BYU will have a first and 10 at the Idaho State 39-yard line. BYU football presented in part by Idaho Potatoes, a sponsor of BYU football. 
Idaho's perfect growing conditions produce the world's best potatoes. So always look for the grown in Idaho seal. And I'm sure a lot of BYU fans saw the big spud truck, the massive potato on the semi truck out of Cougar Canyon. I took a picture of the potato. Not with me in it, to Jason Shepard's chagrin. Still waiting for you to post that picture. Yeah. Baylor Romney's under center on first and ten. They motion Chris Jackson. They straight handoff to the other Jackson, McChesney. And he lost his footing as he went to the near sideline with an Idaho State player down and hobbling off the field. Give Jackson six on the run. Second down four for BYU. Clock rolling. And we should see a lot of clock rolling situations here late in the game with the Cougs up 35. By the way, I mentioned that soccer score. It's going to go to overtime at St. Mary's. Santa Clara and St. Mary's tied at one. If Santa Clara does not win that game, BYU will be outright auto-bid WCC champs tonight with a win over Pepperdine. We've got that game coming up. Romney, shotgun, fly sweep handoff, Chris Jackson. Jackson, oh, he finds a gap somehow and gets to the sideline for the first down and more. He just kind of was, it was like Jenga for a second there. Where can I fit myself in this maze of bodies? And he got through ahead for 10-plus yards and moves the sticks. That was really a really exciting display of athleticism as he had, he was cornered by two Idaho State defenders. He did a quick, it, it was a lateral jump cut, but he also kind of went backwards as they both fell forward in front of him and he accelerated forward for additional yards. That was impressive. They go pistol, play fake, boot to the left. Throw underneath, caught made by Carter Wheat. Wheat mm. fumbles the ball, recovered Idaho State. Another turnover for BYU. Bengal football as BYU was going in to score. Rolling on the field was a fumble recovered by the defense. First down, Idaho State. Yeah, BYU will win and not feel great about the way this game went this afternoon in a lot of ways. Teams from Idaho and fumbles. Just what is it? About Six, it this year. How about this? Six giveaways against the Idaho teams and three against the Everybody other eight else? teams combined. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is crazy. And he was not down, right? I think, no. I think I thought Wheat was up when he got hit and just lost the football. Yeah, just poor ball security. Yeah. So turnover. Turnover number two for BYU and Idaho State football. First and ten Bengals, they will throw. And they will throw deep down the far side looking for Connor, who can't make the catch with double coverage. Twisting and turning and pivoting back to the ball, but double coverage Livingston and Boren, I believe, on him. And the ball's incomplete. Second down, 10 Bengals. So the score stays 49-15. BYU is on its way in, into the red zone, into scoring territory. Carter Wheat with the second fumble loss for BYU today. That's always the challenge, right, when taking on the FCS teams is how do you look good enough to win the way you want? Play fake. Another incomplete pass whistled to Connor on the right side. So third down and 10. Jacob Bourne on the coverage of Connor. Third Late and 10. Flag clock stop. Greg from the side judge. Oh, I do not, see that. I'm not sure what it would be. Ineligible player downfield. Offense number 60. Five yard penalty. Second down. 
So they've thrown to Connor maybe six times today. <laughs> I think on three of the six, they've had somebody downfield illegally. You're right on, Greg. <laughs> six targets, but only two catches, and it's because on three of the six targets, they have had BYU an is elected to decline the penalty. Brings up third down. So third and ten at the 18-yard line of Idaho State. This game really slowing down because they're throwing and one for, one for eight on third downs today, Idaho State. Snap Gronauer. Three-step drop. The right-hander throws in the left flat. The man is unguarded. Tacklers converge on Omayabu, and he won't get the first down. He caught it in the left flat about three yards downfield, and that's where he ended up three or four yards is all. So punt on fourth and six forthcoming for Idaho State. You mentioned the pace of the game, Greg. Of course, Idaho State is in, you know, comeback mode. They're trying to do all they can to uh, gain momentum and put the ball in the end zone. But BYU, conversely, has not helped the pace of this game at all because they've been completely unable to put together any kind of semblance of a, of a long drive. Hobbs Nyberg back to return the punt from Kevin Ryan, his eighth punt of the day. 49-14, BYU leading Idaho State. Turnovers even, two apiece. Punt away by Ryan. Hobbs will step up to it, make the catch off a slight bobble at the 40-45. Forced out BYU 48-yard line, first and 10 Cougars after this. 12.04 to play here in Provo. We're taking a break with BYU up 35 on the Bengals of Idaho State on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Some games we're following. Teams ranked ahead of the Cougars. TCU leading number 12, Baylor 23-14 in the third quarter. Also in the third, Texas A&M leading Auburn 6-3. And you know what? I, I, I don't even think I can jinx them. It <laughs> may actually happen. Arizona is leading Cal 10-3 with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Let's head back over to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Wildcats looking to snap their 20-game losing streak that goes back 25 months. Bear down. 12.04 to play here in Provo. BYU 49, Idaho State 14. In the Bengals' last visit to BYU, Cougars won 42-10. to 10. They've scored more, and they've allowed more today. Have the Cougs. Baylor Romney stays in the game at quarterback. Jackson McChesney off his right hip. 48-yard line of BYU. Hand off Jackson. And he just runs into a pile of people left side. Now seeing some substitutes. In the game on the offensive line, among them, Braden Keim is in. So Keim is lining up at right tackle. Seth Willis is also checked in at left guard. So our first two subs on the O-line. I do believe Blake Freeland remains in at left tackle. Joe Tukuafu right guard. Connor Pay at center. Campbell Barrington's actually gone from Right to left tackle. Pass left flat. Chris Jackson puts on the Jets and gets down the sideline. Flag flies, hit out of bounds. It'll be a personal foul, and you can add 15 yards to the end of that run, and that will take it perhaps inside the 20-yard line for BYU first and 10, or near the 20 at least, maybe the 22 after the personal foul. That's what we should see. A catch and run by Jackson, and then a tackle out of bounds. After the play was over, personal foul, late hit out of bounds. Defense number seven, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. Chris is a really exciting football player. I mean, catching the ball in a hitch, just his ability to accelerate, it jumps off the page. 
He's, he's a junior here for these Cougars. Hopefully, and by the way, in probably the deepest wide receiver core that BYU's had possibly ever. It'd be exciting to see him carve out a role for himself throughout the rest of the season and next. 22-yard line, first and 10 after the markoff. Play fake. Shuffling to the right is Romney. Romney goes for the end zone. He's got Holker, and it is out of bounds. Would have been out of bounds had it been caught cleanly. It's incomplete as Holker slides to the ramp. So that was well out of bounds, second and 10 for BYU. On the Carter-Wheat fumble, the reason you got the reaction from the crowd was they wanted maybe targeting on, on Wheat uh, or targeting against Wheat, and nothing was called, and Kalani had the officials' ears about that, but it resulted in a fumble, fumble lost, and chance to score going by the wayside for BYU, but they're back roughly where they would have been without the fumble. McChesney left hip of Romney, who's in the gun. Snap, Baylor, pull away. A throw behind Jackson incomplete. Got third tipped. down and 10, and it was deflected. So yeah. second down incompletion, first down incompletion, third down and 10 from the 22 of ISU. And again, BYU leads by 35, 49 to 14 is our score. Oh, back to school, back to football, and back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. More about Tucano's after our third down play and after a flag on the play. Two flags. What do we have here? We've seen a few of these that have been just standard false starts, but... Offside, defense number 59 in the neutral zone, causing the offense to react. Okay. Five-yard penalty, third down. So offensive line threatened and moved the ball the other way. As for Tucano's, whether it's the flame-grilled meats, seafood, or the award-winning unlimited salad festival, dinner at Tucano's is an experience you can't get anywhere else. So it'll go to third down and five now from the Idaho State 17-yard line. Red zone opportunity for BYU. Cook six for eight in the red zone today. Pistol formation and yeah. movement again. That is so... Off the shift. Rinky-dink. Yes, Bush League. And they should call... False start. Offense, number 64, five-yard penalty, third down. You mentioned Kalani had the ref's ear about the possible targeting. Either him or Coach Lamb need to get in the ref's ear about simulating the snap count. Clock operator, please put 10.59 on the game clock. Now, they've seen it all day, but Braden Keim hasn't. Yeah. Oh, you know, he's, and he got called for it there, and, and it's been called against other guys, mind you, but Thank he's you. relatively new into the game, and it got him. I think some of the other guys might already be used to the rhythm of it, but Keim got him that time. So... 10.59 to go as the pace of the game slows late. BYU up 35. Deep drop for Romney. The right-hander settles and fires into coverage incomplete. That was a third down and 10. That would have been a tough ball to complete. Double covered, and it was broken up inside the 10-yard line intended for Chris Jackson. So BYU will try for points on a field goal. 39-yard try coming up, and I think Justin Smith and not Jake Oldroyd is out there. Is that Smith? It is. So Justin Smith... One for two on his field goals, nine for nine on his PATs. This will be a 39-yarder from the left hash. The snap from Britt Hogan. High, brought down by Rico. The kick is low and got through for three. So BYU makes it 52-14 to with 10.49 to go in the fourth quarter. So nothing about that was ideal. The snap was high. The hold was probably pretty good. The kick was low, didn't get too high, but it was true and through the uprights to make it 52-14. to 14. They all count. So Cougs expand the lead, and we'll kick it off. The BYU kicking unit has had their struggles from the left hash. The three previous kicks uh, attempted from the left hash, uh, two were hooked. Uh, well, the most recent was pushed right. 
because the previous two were hooked left. So there was some uh, overcompensating going on there, but uh, good job by Smith to come in and put it between the uprights. Time for a pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers. For every Cougar point scored this season, Smithfield Foods and your Utah pork producers will donate delicious nourishing protein to the Utah Food Bank for families in need. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Utah families in need. Visit porkcares.org. That drive, 36 yards, six plays, 115 off the clock. It ends in a 39-yard field goal. From Justin Smith, Cash Peterman will now kick off for BYU. The Cougs have scored in every quarter for a second consecutive game. BYU under Kalani Sitake when scoring in every quarter, a record of 21-2. The kickoff will go into the end zone for a touchback. BYU will go to 22-2 when scoring in every quarter in the Sitake era, leading it 52-14. to well, they're going to a, they're late in the first overtime at St. Mary's. Women's soccer, Santa Clara and St. Mary's 1-1. Again, if that one ends in a tie, BYU will win outright the WCC championship and the auto bid to the NCAA tournament with a win over Pepperdine tonight. And that game kicks at 6 over at Southfield. I'll have that call for you over on BYU Radio 107.9 FM. The BYU Cougars app hits soccer and then radio, or you can listen to it on BYUCougars.com slash live radio, 6 o'clock. Pistol formation, Raiden Hunter behind Gronauer. A sprint right for Gronauer. He throws on the run to the far side and threw it into the BYU team area out of bounds. So incomplete second down and 10 for the Bengals of ISU. Since 2009, ISU 0-4 against ranked FBS teams. They'll fall to 0-5. In the previous four, they were outscored 224-7. to they got 14 on the board today, courtesy of two very short field touchdowns. A 17-yard drive and a 7-yard drive. BYU in some ways gave the Bengals the points they got. Handoff, Raiden Hunter. Not much trying to get outside the tackle right side, and it'll be third down and 10 for ISU. Maybe long nine. Idaho State really struggling on third downs. In the last two games, Weber State and BYU, they're now two for 20 on third down. One for nine today. Last time Idaho State played a ranked FBS team was at Utah in 2019. They lost 31 to nothing. Down 38 in this one. Shotgun for Gronauer. Receives the chest-high snap. Pressure from the right. Throws as he's hit. It is complete to the left and not to the line to gain. The tight end, Jared Scott, kept in bounds between the numbers and the boundary after a gain of maybe four on third and nine. And on fourth down, punt team in. And now the Cougars can hope to run clock and get closer to the finish line in this one. 9.40 to play. Of a game, the Cougars lead 52-14. to And a steady diet of ground game is forthcoming for the Cougars. And back to return, Talmadge Gunther replacing Hobbs Nyberg at punt return. So substitutes aplenty for BYU offense, defense, and special teams. We've seen four kickers today, or three kickers at least, Oldroyd, Smith, and Peterman on placements. Gunther handles the punt from Allen at the 33-yard line. A steady collision at the 37. Steadying himself as Gunther after the hit and goes down at the 37. Timeout on the field. We'll take that break. 9.09 to go. 52-14, BYU leading the Bengals of Idaho State. This is BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you by Renaissance Ranch for more than 20 years. Renaissance Ranch, Utah's number one addiction treatment center, has been effectively treating men and their families, helping them become one. Learn more at renaissanceranch.net. 9.09 to play here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Final home game of the 2021 campaign. Official sellout for BYU. Cougs will take a break next week, by week, and then at Georgia Southern in Statesboro, Georgia. And I found out that we fly to Savannah to get to Statesboro. We fly to Savannah, we drive a bit to get to Statesboro. What's a bit? Uh, more than a half hour. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully it's as beautiful as the drive from Spokane to Pullman earlier. Fly sweep handoff to Chris Jackson on first and 10 from the BYU 37. Strung it out but lost yardage. Loss of two to the left side, second down and 12. I think it feels like, I think it's like 90 minutes from Savannah to Statesboro. So Paulson Stadium, a first-time venue for BYU. That's November 20th. And then the next Saturday at the Coliseum, USC. What record will BYU bring with it to the Coliseum? Will it be 9-2? and two? It'll be 8-2 and two after today. You win in Statesboro, you'll have a chance to have a double-digit regular season with a win at the Coliseum. Jacob Conover's in a quarterback. Stretch handoff to Jackson McChesney. Saw traffic inside, so he busted outside and gets 10 of the 12 yards on second and 12. Third down and short coming up for BYU, third and two. Jackson McChesney, nice run, ninth carry of the day. Jackson leads BYU in carries. Tyler Algier just got six handoffs for 35 and a touchdown before he left. Before we get off Georgia Southern, Greg, I just wanted to say for those that want to do some advanced scouting, Georgia Southern plays Coastal Carolina. And that game kicks off on uh, ESPN Plus for those that have that service. I'd have to imagine Coastal's a heavy favorite in that one. And by the way, 55 miles between those two. Only 55? Yes, but States it says it will take over an hour to get there, but 55 miles. From st- from Savannah to Statesboro. That is correct. Are we Thank heading you. south? 55 miles deeper into the south makes me a little nervous, but if we're going east-west, I'm okay. East-west is I think we're going northwest. Oh, that's good. Not sure about that. As the handoff to Hinkley Ropati goes middle on third and one for a gain of four, BYU moves the sticks. We're into the TripAdvisor portion of the broadcast tonight. <laughs> Greg, Greg, Vegas had uh, Carolina as 16-point favorites 16. Against, against Georgia Southern. Sounds so. about right. Yeah. All right, midfield, first down and ten. Here we go. First and ten Cougs at the midfield stripe. Conover at quarterback. A boot for Jacob. The right-hander being chased to the right side. Throws on the run and throws out of bounds. Too hot and hard for Chris Jackson on the boundary, second down and 10 for BYU. The pursuit, the backside pursuit on Conover. First of all, good uh, athleticism by him. Showed off pretty good speed there outrunning the defender, but the pursuit did not allow him to release the ball on time on the comeback route, which is why it put Jackson against the sideline and the throw out of bounds. Stops the clock, and Santa Clara has won at St. Mary's in overtime. Securing a share of the WCC title in women's soccer. BYU plays for a share tonight. Pistol, handoff, Ropati stumbled as he took the handoff and is dropped for a loss on second and ten. Third down and 12 coming up for BYU. By the way, Idaho State's punted nine times today, most for a BYU opponent since Troy had nine punts last year. BYU's lead here is 52-14. Too bad for BYU women's soccer, that is. Santa Clara scoring in the 105th minute. Alex Loetta, who else? And so Santa Clara with that overtime win on the road gets a piece of the WCC crown. BYU tries to secure the other half with a win tonight. 
Santa Clara wins the auto bid to the NCAA tournament. Handoff, Jackson McChesney middle on third and 12. A run for two is all, and BYU will punt now on fourth and 10. The clock rolling under 6.30. 52-14. Will there be any more scoring in this one? Idaho State's going to get the ball back with around six minutes to play. But do tune in for that women's soccer match tonight. It is a conference championship either way for BYU with a win over Pepperdine. Pepperdine, an RPI in the teens, a ranking of 16. It'll be a tough game tonight, but win it. And your co-champs. And BYU will certainly see its name in the field as the NCAA tournament lineup is released on Monday afternoon. Play clock at 2 as the snap gets back to Rico. And he backspin ends over ends it to the far sideline, and it'll settle nicely. Take a back hop at the two-yard line and be down for BYU inside the five of Idaho State. Three-yard line, first and ten for the Bengals. Well done by Ryan Rico. Expertly placed the backspin, had a check and come back. And it was down nicely, and it'll be a long field for the Bengals. I wish I knew my golfers better. I would say that was a Phil Mickelson-esque, you know, chip shot. But <laughs> Phil, Phil's a lefty. Ryan obviously is a righty, so... Any fans out there, tweet at me. Let me know who the best right-handed wedge player is in the in the uh, for future comparisons to Ryan Rico and his pinning his punt pinning. Either way, he got it to bite and check, and the Cougs did their job on coverage. First down and ten, Idaho State, 5:40 to play. In the end zone, Gronauer takes the shotgun snap and throws on the far sideline. Did. Connor actually ever control it? No, he bobbled it out of bounds. Incomplete. That should have been a catch for Tanner Connor at the sideline, but he never Rolling secured on the it field cleanly. Was an incomplete pass. Second down. Yep, just never brought it in. And there to make sure he couldn't bring it in all the way was Jacob Bohr. A nice hit for really a pass breakup. It was on the hip of the receiver, Connor, but he couldn't bring it to his body because Boren knocked it loose. Second down and ten. They're in pistol. Soja Nasu is the tailback who receives the handoff from Gronauer. And Nasu is swallowed up at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Maybe even a loss of the play. We'll call that our cascade collision of the game as he was dropped by Josh Larson. Cascade collision. Serious about perfection. That was our cascade collision of the game. All right, third down 10, no gain on the play. Third down and 10 from the Idaho State 3. Gronauer in the end zone. The Bengals 1 for 10 on third downs. They were 1 for 11 last week. A handoff. Nasu to the far sideline. Did not quite get the line to gain. So they'll be 1 for 11 on third downs this week as well. 1 for 11 in back-to-back weeks on third downs for Idaho State. It'll be fourth down and 3. And the punt team will come back on, and BYU will get the football and try to run a few first downs out to w- end this one. We'll be surprised for final scores, not 52-14. to 14. Kalani won't be looking to put on additional points at this point. Unless somebody breaks one into the secondary, this will be a pretty simple finish, we think, to this game. Talmadge Gunther back to return the punt from Kevin Ryan. He was five yards deep in his end zone. Belt high snap, punt away, blocked, and a touchdown for BYU on the punt block. That's another way to do it. Keanu Hill, or was it Micah Harper? Keanu Hill, of course, came in, made the punt block, or was part of it in the end zone, and the Cooks recover for a score.
58 to 14 with the PAT pending. That was great effort there by the punt return unit. I guess the pump block unit in Keanu Hill textbook had his hands in the right in the right position and uh, did not interfere with the punter. Took it right off his foot, recovered it for the touchdown in the end zone. BYU's first punt block for a touchdown in 17 years. It last happened in 2004 at Air Force. It happens here today. The PAT good from Justin Smith to make it 59-14. to 14, And we'll stay right here. Keanu Hill punt block and recovery. He and Mason Fakahua in the end zone. Hill ends up with the ball in his hands. And the punt return touch. The punt block touchdown gives the Cougars a 45-point lead in the waning moments. I'll tell you what, Greg, I've, uh, I've been watching Keanu Hill on this punt, um, on this punt cover for the whole game, and he's been really close. Um, that time, I mean, he just timed that perfectly, did a really good job um, uh, taking the right angle to block that punt. Um, one of the things I think that helped him block this punt is their, their Idaho State's long snapper, I've noticed, is kind of floating those back there, so they're not getting back to the punter as quickly as possible. And Keanu Hill really took advantage of that. Great play by Keanu. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. Thank you, Mitch, for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Cash Peterman will kick it away. From two yards deep, Benji Omayabu. And he ended up taking a knee. Did he pull up lame? Yeah. Yeah, he... He put the brakes on. Something happened on his run back, and he just went down inside the 15-yard line. So first and 10, Idaho State. Yeah, something happened to him. He'll be coming off the field slowly. So first and 10, Broncos at their own 13-yard line. Sagan Gronauer remains the quarterback. Tyvin Ford, the tailback. BYU will go to 8 and 2 today. Broncos will fall to 1 and 8. Handoff Tyvin Ford. Ford running between the tackles for a gain of 4. Second down 6 for the Bengals. Idaho State will be at Cal Poly next Saturday and finish their season home to Idaho on the 20th. BYU bye week next week. And then at Georgia Southern, at USC to end the season. BYU's first non-offensive touchdown of the year. The punt block touchdown by Keanu Hill. Gronauer loads up, goes deep down the far sideline. The catch made by Tanner Connor as Jacob Boren went up for what he thought was the pick, and Connor reached his hands above those of Bourne and snagged it for the long gain to the 35-yard line of BYU. Great catch by Connor. Yeah, and you said it, Greg. Bourne was right there. I'm looking at the replay. Yeah, it went straight through his hands. As Bourne turned, he was a little bit late on his turn uh, to pick out the ball, and the ball floated right, right through his hands into the breadbasket of Tanner Connor. And there was no ineligible receiver downfield, an eligible man downfield for Idaho State. 48-yard gain. Nearing scoring territory. The handoff to Tyvin Ford. Ford goes middle for five. Second and five coming up for the Bengals. 2.55 to play. Can the Cougars keep the Bengals off the board one more time? 59-14 is our score.
2.35 to play, second down five at the BYU 30-yard line. They're in field goal territory now. They can hope to score one more time. High shotgun snap, Gronauer. Handoff goes middle to Hunter. That's first down. And Idaho State can expect to score some more down to the 24-yard line, first down and 10. The one-on-one matchups, like the one that we just witnessed from Tanner, uh, the play that Tanner Connor made, I mean, those things, they're kind of 50-50 balls. You expect them. What's a little bit unsettling here with the second unit is the five yards per carry right up the gut on, on the rush game. Throw far flat to an unguarded Tanner Connor makes the catch for another first down. 12-yard line of BYU. 1.55 to play. BYU will win. We await the final margin is all in this one. Idaho State's in a good spot to put some more points on the board before this one is done. 1.45 to go. First and 10. Handoff Hunter. Hunter to the 10-yard line going outside the right tackle for a gain of three. Ninety seconds remain. Both teams have all their timeouts. Did, it, did, did either team call a timeout today at any point, or did BYU call one? Of the, they called a couple in the first half, right? Correct. Yeah, BYU called one or two. It, they called one. So we saw one of twelve available timeouts taken today. All right, one fifteen to play. Ten yard line. Second down, seven for the Bengals. Gronauer in the gun. Conveys the ball to Hunter. Hunter dragging BYU tacklers to the 7th, the 6th, the 5. Strong run. It'll set up a third down long one with the game clock at 50 seconds. If the Bengals want to score again, they may have to call a timeout to do that, depending on the outcome of this third down and short play. Third down and 2 from the 5. They go pistol. The handoff forward. Tripped up and falling forward and maybe has the line to gain or is he just short? This may require a measurement in the final 40 seconds of the game. The clock rolling to 35-33. Did they say 4th and short? They, they marked are. him short. 4th and inches for Idaho State. 25 seconds to go on the 4-yard line. 4th and inches Bengals. Pistol. Gronauer takes the snap and they timeout was called. Was there a timeout call? Yeah, Coach Lamb ran onto the field. BYU calls timeout. timeout. BYU, 30-second timeout. With 19 seconds to play. So the Cougs intent on stopping the fourth down, making sure no more points get added to the board and ending this one. Our score is BYU 59, Idaho State 14. A timeout sending both teams to their respective sidelines. On the field near the sidelines. We've, so another third down that Idaho State fails to complete. So one for 12. One for 12. They have not attempted a fourth down. BYU's one for two. So rarely do you see on games, on days where you go one for 12 on third downs that you might actually have a chance at three touchdowns in the game, but that's what the Bengals are looking at. Right now it's fourth and inches from the four-yard line of BYU. They're in the pistol formation. Gronauer and Ford. The give to Ford. Wrapped up, and I'm not sure he got there. In fact, I think BYU stopped him. The Cougars look to have a good spot, shy of the line to gain. That should end the game with a fourth down stop. Turnover on downs, BYU football. 
The official signal. So the Cougs do it. They keep the Bengals off the board anymore on a fourth down stop, and BYU will win it by a score of 59 to 14 on a kneel down. So one play, one snap, and that will do it. BYU will go to 8-2 and two on the year. The Bengals will fall to 1-7, and seven, and the Cougars can rest up. They will have a bye week before they head back out on the road in two weeks. So Jacob Conover is in for the victory formation snap. There's the snap, the kneel down, and that is going to do it. BYU wins it by a score of 59-14. to 14. Postgame recap is next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. In front of an official sellout crowd at Lavelle Edwards Stadium today, BYU wins it by a final score of 59-14. Cougars over Idaho State on senior day here in Provo. BYU led this game 42-7 at halftime, and so the second half went 17-7 in BYU's favor. So two second-half touchdowns for the Cougars, one in the third and one in the fourth. BYU's touchdown in the third quarter came after a six-play, 76-yard drive. It took 2.20 off the clock, and it ended this way. Strength is entirely right. The look is right. The throw inside the five-yard line. Catch made on the right side by Dallin Holker, and he's in for the touchdown. Dallin Holker scores to make it 48-7 with the PAT pending. Touchdown pass for Baylor Romney to Dallin Holker, and Holker has his second career touchdown and first of this year. 49-14 was answered by an Idaho State touchdown. A seven-yard touchdown drive came after a long kickoff return on the ensuing kickoff following that touchdown. So the Bengals had their second touchdown, their final touchdown of the day. BYU would score a field goal. Uh, I beg your pardon. BYU would score one more touchdown in the second half. It actually came in an unusual play, a block punt. Belt high snap, punt away, blocked, and a touchdown for BYU on the punt block. That's another way to do it. Keanu Hill, or was it Micah Harper? Keanu Hill, of course, came in, made the punt block, or was part of it in the end zone, and the Cougs recover for a score. 58-14 with the PAT pending. All right, so the uh, Keanu Hill punt block and recovery, the final score, BYU wins it by a score of 59-14. to 14. Starters left the game after the first half. Jaron Hall started the first half and went 20 for 25 for 298, four touchdowns, no picks, passer rating of 232.9, his best ever, and the... 19th, 15th best ever all-time at BYU. Jackson McChesney led BYU on the ground. 10 carries, 43 yards. Puka Nakua through the air. Six catches for 120 and a score. Touchdown catches go to Puka Nakua, Neil Pau, Keanu Hills, uh, Dallin Holker, and Lopini Katoa. BYU outgains Idaho State 560 to 238. 387 to 167 through the air. 173 through to 71 on the ground. First downs, 28-10 to 10 in BYU's favor. Possession time, BYU by about three and a half minutes. Uh, turnovers are actually even today, two apiece. BYU averaged 7.4 yards per play to Idaho State's four yards per play. BYU snapped 17 more plays, 76 to 59. BYU goes to 8-2 and two on, a day, on a day they score in every quarter to win this one. And there will be some things to, uh, to want to clean up and wish you could have done better probably uh, in this game. But as it stands... Pretty solid win for BYU, and we see something new. We see Kalani Sitake uh, in the crowd leading the fight song here to end the game. Yeah, it's a great sign to end the home slate for the tw- for what's been an excellent 2021 season. I'm I consider myself fortunate we get to watch this team play two more times in the regular season and hope for the best in the post. But, yeah, it's a little bit a la 
maybe it's a little bit of foreshadowing of USC. Of course, after a big win, you know, the player gets to go up and lead the, the conduct the band. That's yeah. what Kalani's got going on right now. He's in the conductor's chair. But uh, as you are, as you already said, Greg, I think um, heading into the bye week, this will give them some things to to work on to keep some pressure on the boys to chase away the complacency as they come into the home stretch for their final two games. All right, Cougar Post Game Live is coming up next. Final score from BYU, the Cougars 59, the Bengals 14. Jason Shepard and Riley Nelson with Mitchell Jurgens will take you the rest of the way for postgame coverage. I'm going to head over to Southfield and call BYU Pepperdine Soccer over on 107.9 FM and on BYUCougars.com slash live radio in addition to the BYU Cougars app. So we'll talk to you from soccer as Shep and the crew take it the rest of the way with football postgame on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.